This is Adulting, a podcast about being an adult with your hosts, Jack and Danny. All right. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing freelance work and or self-employment with our special guest today, Nicole Bolton. That's my sister. That is Danny's sister. Welcome, Nicole. How are you feeling today? Good. Thanks. Thanks for having me. All right. Um, oh, like, well, I, sorry. I'm going to take this mouse back, Lynn. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, because I need to go around and check this. All right. So we're going to uh, go through our sections again. Hey, Are we cutting this? Or? No. Okay. This is all part of it. This is our first episode podcast. Episode three. So, this is our third episode. We're going to screw up a bit. Yeah. And I want people to actually know that yeah. I'm human. And this isn't scripted. Right? Being an adult, making mistakes. We're not perfect. <clears throat> no, we are not. All right. So, Nicole. Danielle's sister. Yeah. Let's go through our layout here. We want to ask you, first of all, the best thing about being an adult. Because you're an adult, right? I am. Okay, that's mm-hmm. good. Uh, I think the best thing about being an adult is just the choices that we have. You're you're literally allowed to do anything you want within the law in your within life. The law. <laughs> within the law. I got to add, as I was saying that, I was thinking like, well, that's not great advice. You can do anything. But we have unlimited choices you get to choose what you want to do with your life and i think that's the greatest part of being an adult yeah no that's that's i think one of the best things but i mean in in a form it's best way to make choices and like make mistakes Mm -hmm. as a human and as an adult because i think we were just talking about this the fact that like i like i like to live the fact that i don't want to live a world where i don't have any regrets right or I do want to live in a world where I don't have any regrets. So I can go out and do whatever I want, fail within at the it law. <clears throat> within within the law, <laughs> and fail at it knowing that I actually tried it. Instead of going through my life being like, oh, I didn't try this. Right. And then, bam, I'm dead. Right. And then I didn't get the chance to try it. Maybe that's why we started this podcast because we're both, it's like a, it's like a productive midlife crisis of <laughs> like, we got to do something before we're too old to do something. <laughs> yeah. No, and it's it's fun, and I get to meet cool people like Nicole. I'm yeah, sure you've finally, met, you've known I finally her your met whole my life, sister. Yeah, <laughs> me and Danielle have met once or twice. Yeah, Previously. I heard that you guys had you guys had a rough childhood. Yeah, we, we used to be enemies. enemies. This is what Danielle was saying. Not rough in like a no, rough no. childhood. No, no, but like, but yeah, we didn't get along when we were growing up. No. We had very different. We I think our personalities just didn't jive when we were growing up. But now that we're, we're actually very similar, we are very similar. And I think what I've learned over the years or maybe more so recently is certain qualities that I see in Danielle now I never saw before. And there are things about her that I appreciate now that I never saw in her before. Cause she's grown into a more mature adult. Exactly. I think Nicole always just thought that I needed all the attention and that my parents used to go to soccer <laughs> with me. You're supposed to say something nice about me, not oh, me Wait, who's, who's, right. who's older. We, remember she we is. talked about this. I'm the oldest. And then there's the twins. My sisters are right, twins. Right, the twins. Right. And Danielle's the oldest by a... And nine months. A year nine months. A year nine months. I think. Yeah. She said that you guys stole her, like, toddler... Love from my parents. Love. Yeah. Both you. Both you and your... Yeah, when they were born. Sure. Yeah. I I, well, let's get why, mom and dad on the show and ask them. Oh, yeah. We'll de- <laughs> we definitely will do that. Um, Nicole is um, fabulous. That's Thank you. my what there I can say about no. We um we are both de- like we both are debaters, and so 
we joke a lot about how our third sister, Kim, because they're twins, they naturally have their like twin bond. And Kim and I played sports together. Um, and then Nicole and I could make Kim cry at the drop of a hat. We we knew what to do. <laughs> the emotional and mental. Kim is our mental. <laughs> our mental. Kim is our emotional sister. And uh, we used to just do things like we'd be watching TV. We'd want the light turned on or the light turned off. And we'd be like, Kim, come look at something on the TV. It's so funny. And then she'd come in and we'd be like, oh, you missed it. But can you turn the light off while you're in there? She's like, guys, I hate you. But she would still do it. And so anyways, because of that, Nicole and I would but heads a lot because we were just like Nicole and I had to share a car for a while. Um, it was a 97 gold Sunfire and it was amazing. And we would, we would write our kilometers down to like the point, whatever, just to figure out who had to pay how much for the next tank of gas. Like you'd think we just rotate, but it was like, no, 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 no. And it was like, we talk about like, make sure you're not accelerating too fast off the line because then that is going to cost me. So anyways, we really didn't get along for a long time. And then all of a sudden we did just suddenly we uh, got along 10 years later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And now we're really close and much to Kim, Kim, our other sister had been trying to get us to be closer for a long time and now she's always like you guys are close and leaving me out just kidding we love you kim so that's uh, our relationship that's that's good yeah right. yeah well the same thing happened with my sister and i like we were we're seven years apart my sister and i mm-hmm. but we didn't like we she had her own life in like the 20s like she wasn't she didn't want to interact with her older brother because seven years older than her we had different friends and stuff like that but as we got more mature like we bought a house together right and we were really close now which is awesome. But yeah, siblings, sibling rivalries and stuff like that. It's the best. It's, we'll definitely have to have change. Kim on here. Kim will want to yeah. come on and defend herself. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> okay. Now that leads us to our next part. What is one of the worst things you think about being an adult? I think the the counterpoint to the favorite thing is that literally everything is on you to make your life what it is. And mm-hmm. you have unlimited options in life. But unless you're willing to put yourself out there and do the hard work, you're never going to get the benefits of the people who do put themselves out there and do the hard work and get the success in their life or the happiness in their life that they find. Yeah, no, that makes complete sense. I mean, as an adult, you find, you definitely find that out. Like if you don't put the work in other people that do, they're miles ahead of you. Well, I think it's very frustrating though, when you are interacting with people who don't put the work in and still get the rewards, like that is so frustrating. The, understanding of like how easy it is for some people to just come come away with barely putting an effort yeah something that i learned recently or what i've been coming to terms with recently is that the world is not a fair place and you can never say that it's an even playing field it's not there people come in at different points people are born into certain families people have certain advantages um and you just have to be okay with your starting point and go from there you can't sit and cry because somebody else has Uh, you know an advantage from your perspective you have no idea where they're coming from so just understand what your life is accept it and do the best that you can yeah absolutely i in high school i'm and which is funny because like the fact that we'll talk about freelance work later on but like i was awful at writing essays like i i'm not an essay writer but like well yeah and you can't really study writing essays but it's like i would go into like a test writing an essay and it was awful and my friend who just didn't work at all at writing essays, he writes like crazy essays that just got him like 
good marks. She barely had tried them. Mm-hmm. And I hate people like that. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like <clears throat> there's different aspects like that in all of all like all work, mm-hmm. like all points of life. Like I can go into a lot of work like places where I just learn how to do things like off the bat. Mm-hmm. I'm not a I'm not a book person. I'm not a I'm not a good uh, student per mm-hmm. se. Right. But like you put me in a situation where I can watch someone do something and I'll I'll learn You're how to do it right away. Yeah. yeah. I'm not I'm not book smart whatsoever. Yes, yes. Mm, I don't no, no. But I, you have you have skills where the yeah. other side of it is the theory yeah. side where people read read and read. Yeah, and then yeah. Um there's a really good poster in one of the schools that I get to work in where it says equal isn't fair um, or like isn't necessarily fair. And it t- just talks about how um, if you think about first aid, so if you had a broken arm and I had a, a cut and Nicole had a headache, um, if the teacher gave us all Band-Aids, that wouldn't even <laughs> make sense. And so it was just talking about how um, fair is sometimes whatever each mm. person needs. Right. That's interesting. That's a, that's a good analogy thank you <laughs> all right now um what brought you up as like your influences the influences that have made you the kind of person you are today mm-hmm. tell us about them i think er- earlier in life and like most people it's your family it's going to be your family or the environment that you grow up in but specifically in the last few years it's the people that i surround myself with and family is still an important part of that but it's been the friendships and the um like professional support system around me i i Actually, in the last few years, I've kind of referred to them as like my team of people, my dream team, and even my like insurance broker, but the person who helps me at Shaw, like those people that are in your life that are just there to help you in your journey, that those people influence me. You have someone at Shaw that's in your life? Everyone is just so helpful. <laughs> Do you have like a specific On call? <laughs> dream team includes your Shaw person? But the, just the people that oh, are in your... gas station guy and well, my... <laughs> You got to surround yourself with good, positive yes. people. And that yeah. those are the influences of my life. Like just positive people. And you know what? Yeah, friendships come and go. Family comes and go. Every no, people family is not coming and going. Well, specific people don't yeah. value family Certain in the same families. way we right. do. Um, but people in your life will come and go. And you, I think you always have to consider who is in your life, who is in your circle, and make sure that they're a positive influence on your life. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I try to do. That's good. I, I've been going through the same thing with trying to keep the, the positive people in my life. And the negative, like toxic people, those people need to go because life is short mm-hmm. and you don't want that those kind of people bringing you down, especially if you're trying to push towards being a better person, right? So that's uh, that's awesome. That's good. It's it's not what I expected, you know, oh. but that's... And it, it's, it, it's hard too to... T- to cut people out of your life if they're toxic it's hard to realize when they're toxic people in your life it's harder to stop associating with them because what do you say yeah do you say hey you're toxic i don't want to hang out with you or do you just kind of stop communicating with them or well, sometimes yeah. sometimes you actually have to tell them because yeah. they just don't get it right no for sure oh. um i think that when you we talked about this when we were interviewing Lindsay about that hindsight where um that is just a part of becoming older more mature and yeah. realizing that you don't actually have to keep people in your life that you you don't want to whereas in your 20s i think it's really hard and then i even think about in the next 10 years how much will change again where it's like right. you won't even worry about what what do you say to them you're just 
they're out. I better still be in your life in 10 years, Danny. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just saying. Absolutely. This podcast is going to go season on. 10 of season 10 of years. Season 10 <laughs> yeah. of This is Adulting? Then we'll be... We won't even be adults oh anymore. We'll, we'll be... be cl- I'll be old. I'll yeah, be really we'll be old. really old. We won't be allowed to do this anymore. <laughs> this is We'll just middle, have more experience to talk about. This is late life experiences. <laughs> that will be our next podcast. This is old age. <laughs> okay. You'll still be trying to play sports. I'll still be trying to be funny. Oh. <laughs> You're funny. You'll always be funny, Danny. Thank you. I um, set myself up. We, uh, we're going to be doing something new with our interviews um we're gonna have an adult debate with nicole um so what we're gonna do is she's gonna pick a topic that she feels we're gonna decide whether it is or adulting or not and we're gonna have a little bit of debate about it before she talks we talk about our weekly topic yeah this came from our very first episode episode zero uh when jack and i had a little debate about whether getting your taxes done was being an adult it's was not. made you an adult and um yeah so i think that we're gonna try to do our best to be on the opposite side of whatever our guest is you know gang up on our guest as as we do here i i, I don't think we need to gang up like she might have a topic that we both or one of us i might i might be able to team up somebody's gonna gang up on someone there's gonna be a de- i grew up yeah. with two sisters i know when there's three people in a debate it's called some, triangulation yeah, yeah somebody's gonna gang up with somebody so yeah. Why don't we just let Nicole tell us what she wants to debate? What do you think makes you an adult? Or what? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have topics to choose from. But, like, when you think about adulting as, like, like an activity or something that makes you an adult, what, what, do you, what activity do you think makes you an adult? The thing that came to mind today was um, working on a Saturday. And Ooh. I think it's, it's pretty common when you have a salary job to come in on a Saturday, put in that extra time to catch up on the work. For myself, Saturday is a great time that I'm not getting emails to catch up on my work. Uh, when you're not getting emails? Yeah, I, I like to work when nobody else is working so that I can actually do work. Um, but I think the, the major point about working on Saturdays is it's the option to work, whereas when you're 16, 17 and you have your part-time job and you're scheduled in for a Saturday, that's a different... Conversation. Oh, you, are, you just took away my one <laughs> counterpoint. I'm like, what about the 14-year-old that has to work on a Saturday? I think that what makes you an, an adult is that you you make that choice to work on the Saturday or work on your off hours. Mm. See, that, that depends. That mm-hmm. depends on the job that you have. Right. As a self-employed person, yeah, you don't have to work Saturdays. But if you're a car salesman... And sometimes the best times to sell is when everyone else has the day off. Then Saturday is your day. That's your money day, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's actually adulting. I think it's um, I think it's just it depend. It all depends on the outlook of the situation. If you are someone that works like at my job, I work at right now. I work at Cal Tire, where I'm scheduled every second Saturday, and I don't really have a choice unless I call in sick, which I'm not <laughs> gonna do all the time, Oliver. <laughs> It'll be fine. But, you know, when you when you work like hourly hourly job or a salary job, sometimes you just got to work Saturdays. But I, I get what you're saying. As an adult where you can make your choices to be self-employed, you can choose to work Saturdays or not. Maybe the better way to phrase it is working outside of your normal work hours. Okay. And, yeah. and it goes further when it's a, a job like mine or an office job where you're you're constantly trying to get ahead and you're making that actual choice 
to take time out of your personal life to work on your job. Whereas with your job, it's more of like when there's work in the shop, you need to be there. But on the Sundays when there's nothing in the shop, you don't think about it. You can turn your brain off and you don't have to think about it. That makes sense. I am going to debate the other way that sure, I think that it's adulting, especially um, making the decision to catch up when when you're off hours. But I actually think that what people should be working towards is not um, not not working on Saturdays, but but um, this idea that we need to um, keep working and and keep getting ahead. And I think that it's different again going to your freelance work and then versus like my job or your job, Jack, where um, it's like here are the days that I work. Yeah. Um, there's no doubt that I come home, I bring my laptop out once um, Arlie's in bed, um, but you know, does, is that what I want to be doing for my whole life? Like, okay, well, whatever I didn't get done during the day, I can do at night or I can do on the weekends. No, I would actually say that maturing further would be, here's what I can get done within my time. Um, because my life is also really important, but I have that luxury, um, because I have a boss and a salary and a like set amount of time, I guess, um, in your case, it's your work can be when you make it. Right. I don't have the same family life that you do. And I love working. So I think some people think, oh, work's a chore because they don't like their own job. So they can't imagine working 60 or 80 hours a week or something. But for me, I thrive on it. And I love being able to get through work so I can do more work. I would I would say that I also love work. I mean, you know, and I think some people who are listening to this know, I decided to go back to work when Arlie was two months old, I decided to go back and at when he was five months old, because I think there's a lot of validation that comes from work that you don't get out in the real world. Like, um, you know, whenever I do something good, it's not like I get a call from all my friends saying like, wow, you did such a great job. Whereas at work, when I do something successful, I get that validation. And so I completely understand that wanting to do well at your job. Um, I just think that there are the next step of being an adult um, is realizing that, you know, like there are other, there are other pieces, but that being said, knowing you, um, I do know how well you do at work and how successful you are. And so I, I get your point as well. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. I think that it, I would say it does count as adulting because of the fact that it's the choices that you've made that have led up to that. And yeah. Working on Saturdays. Working on Saturdays. Makes you an adult. Yeah. What a civil debate. <laughs> oh, I hope yeah, it's this not was, always this like this. I really I, don't. This is Nicole and I by ourselves. Our mom would be here like, are you girls getting along? <laughs> we're like, we're fine. I love your mom. Yeah. She texted me the other day. Okay. About, about, my, about my job and, you know, like not, nothing. Yeah. You know. Of course she did. <laughs> Anyways, Nicole. I mean, I mean that in the context of like, of course our mom would text like a yeah. friend of ours yeah. and ask a question. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have to talk about my mom, but um, <laughs> another day because my mom has some of the funniest stories with <laughs> our friends and just she's, she genuinely this year was like, I'm so sad I couldn't make the Halloween party that your friends invited me to. <laughs> I'm like, oh, mom. But anyways, that's a story for another day. Yes. Okay. Um, now on to um, basically our topic of today, um, freelance writing or self-employment. 
So, Nicole, tell us about what you do for a living. Like, what is your, what brings the income in? Yeah, why you guys work on Saturdays? (laughs) I want to work on Saturdays. Um, That's crazy to me. I have been. uh, What is your life? What does it matter what day it is? I love, I just love working. Well, this, and you know what? This is what I I envy you because of the Mm -hmm. fact that, like, you love work to the point it doesn't feel like work, right? Right. I've always looked for that. And as an adult, I've quit jobs, try to find that, like, sparkling Mm -hmm. unicorn that is work but it's not work right so i mean that's i think that's great that you love work because it doesn't probably doesn't feel like work to you right right so Mm -hmm. what is it that you do uh for the past 12 years i've been a graphic designer for the past six years i've been a self-employed graphic designer meaning i work from home and i have my own clients and they pay me directly and i work directly with them there's no middleman and it is the most challenging but it's also the most rewarding thing yeah and i've like i've heard like i one of my things that i wanted to always try was be a freelance writer which i try to hand in like let's remember how jack earlier told the story about how he can't write essays yeah, yeah. so knowing me i went into this idea of like That's oh being great. a freelance writer and you know what it was it was one of those stupid ads on like facebook or something that was like hey get paid to do this while you're on vacation or something you know i get sucked into those things so easily I'm like, oh, that sounds like a great freaking idea. I'm going to go work in Mexico on my laptop and just re- freelance right. It's a good thing nobody else knows about this dream career. <laughs> Wait, you guys don't have Facebook? You guys don't see it? You guys have to see it. So no one says like, yeah. So anyways, I try, I, I went out and like I clicked on the link, which I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> and I got sucked in and, you know, yeah, let's let's. Let's say let's just say I'm not a freelance writer right now because it just didn't happen. It's interesting that you like the way that you're talking about this like dream like work from Mexico and and your life will be like golden. I think the I think the perception is like oh my gosh you're self-employed you get to work uh, you get to work from home that must be the coolest thing and I, and people don't understand the like the reality of that is uh, you know yes it's I'm so thankful for my success and all of my clients and they make me you know who I am but it's I am literally a slave to my work and it's a great thing that I love what I do because it would be unbearable if I did not love what I did um so I'm so thankful that I found this you know career that I love to do and I have the great clients but the reality is that I literally work every Saturday (laughs) and even just trying to take time off like when I take time off that's unpaid yeah so it is do you think a piece of loving it is because you are successful and I say that as a proud older sister (laughs) um but you know you are very successful you've had um your art Mm -hmm. yeah I can refer to it as art um you've had your designs um you know in some major places and um again that validation piece like do you think that if you didn't have as many clients um do you think you would love it just as much i think what what i've kind of realized is it's not finding that dream career or that job title of like this is what will fulfill me in life it's the aspects of it that fulfill me and helping other people is huge in my life i know it's huge for you too but you find it in a different career right. path for me when my client like i do something that takes me 5 minutes and my clients say like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. You're like, I've literally done nothing, like zero work, but they are so thankful. And I'm, I'm so happy to help other people. Right. With the and, skill that you and, have. And, and yeah, so that's why the success is 
is just, you know, comes with being just a great person who does good work. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like the success happened year one or year one of self-employment. It had to kind of grow to this stage. But my advice to anybody who ever asked me about it is it's always just be a good person and do good work and mm-hmm. and it will follow. But I think so many people want that instant gratification of like, I'm going freelance and then they're at home for a month. And I'll go to Mexico. Looking through Facebook ads and they're like, why am I not successful? But you also have to, what is your idea of success? Right. Is it being constantly busy all the time? Is it a certain salary? Is it a certain... Yeah. I'm going to brag one more time about my sister because I didn't say enough nice things about her at the start, but um, you really did do well right from the start. You were like top of your class in graphic design. At like 17, she was like, guys, I'm moving to Vancouver. I'm going to go to the Art Institute of Vancouver. Bye. And then moved away from us. But she was like the top in her class and like her portfolio was used by her instructors like in the following years to yeah. show people like how good she is. Well, you have to have some talent. If you're going into yeah. a skill trait, like yeah. you work on I... cars, you have skills. I don't have car skills. So everybody <laughs> has, I'm going to be humble, but like it's not, it's, it, and the thing about graphic design specifically is literally these days, anyone can be a graphic designer. Um, Kijiji, you can get a logo for $25. That's uh, when I first went freelance, I used to think that's who I was competing against. And it would frustrate me because I'm like, how am I going to make money? People are charging $25 for a logo or on, you know, those freelance websites. How do you compete with those people where in other countries they're charging like $2 an hour for the same thing that I do, but it goes back to do good work, you know, make the right connections with people or just keep building bridges, never burn a bridge, always build a bridge and consistency and consistency and just be there for people be reliable when people need you and what you'll what you'll find is that through the years your contacts will move companies and they'll just spread the word or like recommend you Mm -hmm. and that's how the business comes there's no secret trick to it it's Mm -hmm. just it's just hard work yeah just put in the work it's hustle just hustle (laughs) i think jack you could probably still become a freelance writer yeah you just gotta hustle a little bit maybe not essays but like to like snippets like yeah there's lots of there's lots of like and you know like i just hadn't done any of the work yet like i applied like i did well (laughs) and then i saw these i was was like i did a lot of research i did i did a bunch of research on it and like i you searched mexico writing hoax which beaches can i lay on while i'm freelance writing which beaches have the best (laughs) wi-fi and like I did a lot of the research on freelance writing and it seemed fun because I mean, writing like life stories and stuff like that. Cause there's people that you write stories about your life or whatever, whatnot. Like, um, cause like I said, I've, I've been going through a lot of really crazy stuff yeah. lately mm-hmm. and it's just when I put it on paper, when I read my own journal that I've written on, it's interesting to read to, for me. We should go to, for one of our nights, we should go to like a slam poetry. Oh, you should read yes. out one of your things. Yes. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Like read out one of my diary? Yeah. Like what? <laughs> oh yeah, you know that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind sharing that kind Mexico of stuff. Mexico writing boss. Idea. If, there's, the if, there's a, if there's a poetry you, slam sir. in Mexico, guys, we're on a plane. We're going. That slam poetry We're looking so for good. sponsorship want... dollars right now. Yeah, if anyone wants to fund me to go to Mexico to do a, a poetry slam, my email address is yada, yada, yada. Or just send money to this as adult. We could probably use the money too. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um. That was good. That was, that was that, good. That was really good. I could never yeah. do freelance. I'll just add that. I'm uh, too. 
I really enjoy having like the structure. You know what? It going off of that point, it's really interesting that there are a lot of people who can't handle this way of working. And I'll I'll liken it to managing people. A lot of people want to be a manager, but then you actually have to deal with people mm. and they don't like that aspect of it. And there are so many creatives that are so much more talented than I am creatively, but they couldn't run their own business. Yeah. And it's so again, it's not like the greatest lifestyle, but mm-hmm. for me it works. I've been a I've been a manager. I I like managing people. I like being like a team player, but when it comes to dealing customers <laughs> Really that's, that's who I they're not all great customers like you, Danny. No, like, no, not. I don't think that they're great. I, I've worked in customer service. I, I would work with kids a billion times before I would work with adults. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. See, I had to deal with like a lot of angry people that right. if they don't get their car right away, they get right. really mad. Cars are an emotional issue oh. because it's expensive. Well, and if you too. tell them they re- require so anything for their any any vehicle work that they require, even if I were to show them, hey, this is something wrong with your car. They get upset because they have to spend money on it, which I get. I understand mm-hmm. that, but you know, if we're here to keep you safe, and right. they just, they just, you're just the messenger. Yeah. Well, I'm and there's the like messenger. an automatic mistrust, right? Everyone yeah. thinks that mechanics are just, yeah, like, always trying to do something. Always trying, which I don't blame them, like because a lot of people have gotten screwed by get, bringing their car into a shop, saying they need something, and then when they actually definitely don't need it, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're next thing you know, they're out three, four hundred dollars. Right. right. It's right. very frustrating, yeah. but dealing with like. My team, like the guys that I, uh, under me that I work with, because I've always tried to put myself in their shoes. And I think that's one of the things that people as want to be managers is that they think they have all this power right. to just like boss people around. That's not the case with a lot of right. places. Like you have to earn the respect of your like employees in order for you to be a good boss, mm-hmm. right? Because if they respect the person that's given them the orders or they'll be the, or if they do all the work with them, you know. That's the kind of best, the best kind of manager. Mm-hmm. But there's well, a lot of people. Well, don't they say like people don't leave jobs, they leave managers or they yeah. leave supervisors? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like that's a big, big deal. I've Actually, re- okay. Sorry. I've read that a manager's only role is just to enable their employees to do their best job. Yeah. That's all they do. Yeah, that's what that's their, all they should do. That's what their job is to bring mm-hmm. out the best of their employees. Yeah. But with you being your own boss. Mm-hmm. You do that to yourself, right? I know. I can never get fired. Every morning she starts, she looks in the mirror. It's like, my manager is the best. (laughs) Love my manager. Man, your hair looks great to see, manager. (laughs) Mr. Manager. (laughs) Um, So as I'm sure you've said a couple times, um, like the adult knowledge that you pass on is basically just um, getting out there and doing the work, putting putting yourself out there and just doing the work, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, aren't you on a, um, aren't you on a board of, of something? Like, mm-hmm. I think that's incredible. Yeah. I also volunteer on the graphic designers of Canada board. That's, I think it's important to give back to your industry. Of Canada? Of Canada. I sit on, I'm on the national board and the local board. Wow. I know. That seems like a pretty big deal. I've got so mm-hmm. much free time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know what? It's, it's, it's not a major deal, but I am putting myself out there to help improve the industry yeah and i think it's it's so easy to write that kind of stuff off as if if you were a graphic designer in the industry like oh we don't need it i you know i'm employed i don't care about advocacy in the industry but if nobody does it nobody's doing it and you and i'm at the point in my life where i have the time to give back to my industry and maybe in a few years that that'll change and i'll move on but new newer volunteers will come up i just think it's so important to give back to your industry in any way that you can yeah that's awesome that it that seems like a big deal to me because like my friend's a graphic designer and it feels a little, like 
there's so many graphic designers out there, mm-hmm. right? So to be like on a national board of it seems to me like a big deal. <laughs> it does. <laughs> we should join a board for one of our adulting adventures. Oh, join yeah. a board. Uh, you can't just join a board. You have to be right. like you could voted sit in, in voted on a meeting. Yeah. Yeah. What would we be? Oh, well, we should you and I should both try for the same chair of a board. And a like community league. Yeah. They always need volunteers. We should go to a condo. A condo, condo board. board. You just want to bid. You I don't just know. want I don't your know. name on something? Yeah. President Danny. Yeah. yeah, please just buy me one of those like name plaque things. They're like, you on. don't even live here. Yeah. Like, I really yeah. care about these issues. You know what? We'll get you a plaque that says. Yes, please. Board. I, you can say whatever you want. Member. This is adulting President Danielle Newman. President CEO. Yeah. CEO. Executive. Yeah. This is- yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Should we just go on to our next subject? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, do you have any other adult knowledge that you, you would want to pass on to our, I have our so listeners? Much. I well, could literally talk for hours. Let us. Uh, I'm writing a book. You're writing a book? No, I'm just kidding. But I was she's supposed a to write a book. Writer. <laughs> I wanted to write a book. But. Just, just with the like just with the things that I have learned recently, like when you start realizing certain things about life and how many options you have and how in control of everything and you just have to do it yourself like I think a lot of doors open up and you your eyes are opening um but by what I wanted to share my knowledge in is uh budgeting and saving money and how important that is and it does tie into my freelance work because um literally every month I start at zero dollars and unlike people who have corporate jobs i don't get paid every two weeks i don't there's no check that comes or direct deposit i i am at the mercy of when my clients want to pay me so very early on um i've learned to be good with money and not spend you know if i make let's i don't know like ten thousand dollars one yeah whatever ten thousand dollars one month and and i blow ten thousand dollars and i assume you know next month i'm gonna make the same it doesn't work that way and i cannot think that way so i've never thought that way i've always lived like as low budget as possible because you never know when you're gonna have those low times but then you start to really love the idea of saving rather than spending um and that i think that would be my greatest adulting advice um, if you can get a hold of your finances and take control in that way, so many people have fears around their finances and they're scared to deal with them or deal with the, the problems that come with it. But if you can get control of your finances and live within your means and not always be spending and in debt, um, you have so many more options in life. And just the idea of not having to work for someone else for your income. I, I think the biggest trap in adulting life is the idea that you always have to have the bigger house or the extra car or yeah. more clothes or even uh, in your home, like, you know, four bedroom house and you, how many people do you have and keeping it clean and filling your rooms with furniture and filling your closets with clothing. It's the constant need to buy more to fill your life. And then you're stuck in this job. And if you really don't like your job, you're in for a a real sad life because you have to continue working to pay for your expensive lifestyle and you got to get out of that cycle it's and the world is selling you that cycle as if it's the dream um and it's the worst thing you could get into like i think financial freedom is number one important i I, think that's awesome i want to just say that this is this is like listening to my dad talk and since (laughs) since we were like two years old my dad was like 
use credit wisely. Like, use credit to your advantage. Once you get a credit card, like, you do not spend money unless you can pay it off. Like, I feel like that was just, like, ingrained in us from such a young age. But Nicole has done such a good job with it. I learned about credit cards only a few years ago. We we grew up on debit. Like, you you only have a debit card. And I remember going to the bank and I, you know, everything's paid on debit. And she was like, well, why... Why don't you just get a credit card? And I'm like, oh, I don't need a credit card because I like that debit is instant and I yeah. paid for it and it's done. And she's like, but if you can pay your credit card off as if it's a debit card, you actually make money. So credit cards, you know, there's a $50 annual fee or whatever it is. But if you can pay them off as if you're using a debit card, you actually play back the system and you can make a few hundred dollars oh, really? just by doing the same exact you spending. Have a, you have a cash back card. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty yeah. Cool. Or you, yeah, like the you, travel rewards or yeah, whatever. You, we oh, do, yeah, we do WestJet, um, yeah. our credit cards. But uh, yeah, it's it's funny because my credit card limit, when I got a credit card at 18, it's the same limit. And every time they're like, <laughs> you can raise it. I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't want to. Like, Where I'm like, I'm like, you can raise it? <laughs> Give me more. <laughs> See, okay. I'm, I'm awful with my money. Okay. I'll admit that first and foremost. I'm bad. Because I, I do, like, I've been to a point where I love material things because I, I just love, like, I'm exactly that, that kind of person you're talking about. Like, I love feeling like, well, like, mm-hmm. right now my house doesn't look that full, but, like, <laughs> I like, like, I have a lot of stuff. Like, our flood happened. Yeah. And I was, oh, I lost a lot of contents, but it was contents that I just had for, like, years. Right. Like, I was just hoarding around because I, like, wanted all this material stuff. Right. I'm trying to live my life a little more simplistic mm-hmm. and not have so much stuff. But, like, it's been my mindset that I, I want this or, you know, I want right. material things that will make my life easier or better. Right. And which they really don't. They just cost money and they're pieces of junk. Right. That break, like, after a year. Right. Um, I'm in the middle of trying to purge out a whole bunch of stuff, uh, clothes and, and just different things around our house. And it is, it's, like, disappointing. Like, I look at the pile of stuff that I'm trying to get rid of, whether it's selling or taking to Goodwill. And I'm just like, man, and I still have so much right. stuff. Like, what have I been spending all my money on? Yeah. Because if, you know, let's say I have 10 articles of clothing and only one of them gets purchased, I'm like, well, then I'll, those nine pieces that I still think hold value or right. like that's where my money is right. in these clothes. Like now I have to go take them to Goodwill and give them away for free. And it's like, what? But that was, <laughs> it's money. It's really interesting when you, when you try to sell things on Kijiji, um, like last year I moved and so I sold a lot of my furniture and you put it on Kijiji and let's say you buy a couch for a thousand dollars and a year later you're selling it for two hundred dollars yeah. on yeah. Kijiji and you really realize the value of the, th- like they're worth nothing. Right. It yeah. is worth nothing. So um, now when I look for furniture, I go to Kijiji first because you yeah. never know if you'll find a good deal. And I, I don't even think I've bought clothing in the last year. Like just the idea of I've totally reverted into like this minimalist, like I'm pretty extreme minimalist, but just the idea that you can't even sell clothing like people will yeah. not even take it from you anymore. Like I refuse to spend good money on clothing yeah. anymore. It's so silly. Yeah, because then she gives me all her clothes. And then, yeah, you, you, so, we so have a good I system. reap the benefits as she loses weight. She gives me her clothes, and but, I'm like, woohoo! But uh, just a, a month or two ago, I moved, and I swear I had 14 boxes, and oh. and I within a day I unpacked all of them, and I, anything that didn't have a home was you know like get rid of it give it away put it on kijiji um 
I just, I really hate the idea of having unnecessary things that I might use one day. Mm -hmm. And that's a very unique lifestyle for me. Like with, you know, Danielle has a husband and a child, so she can't make decisions for them. And, you know, certain people need certain things. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm... She makes all decisions. But again, it goes back to, it goes back to the idea of I am my own adult I can make these choices. I don't have to buy everything that everyone else has. And if you want to buy the certain things that you value or that bring pleasure to your life, like, yeah, that's yeah. your own choice. And yeah. you just take ownership of it. They're bad choices, though. Well, <laughs> I mean, look at our podcast chairs, though. They're so cool. <laughs> they're so Are they they're new? Like great. They, yeah. Well, I bought them, like, because I... <laughs> When I when I Are they get write off? I hope so. We can write this <laughs> yeah. off, right? Well, if it's that's a legitimate a, business, expenses, yeah. expenses. Now, oh, things let's go back to self employment. <laughs> well, yeah. Once well, I become a freelance writer, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to write notes on my freelance writing. I got to get back into it eventually. Right? I'm gonna write the material. Chair, the chair is step one. Get a chair. Get a chair. Get a chair. Yeah. That's actually how our podcast worked, though. It was like, let's start this podcast, and Jack's like, "Hey, I'm at IKEA. What color chair do you want?" I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I need mics. I need a computer. I want this mixer. I just go all out. I go all out when it comes to like things I want to do, which is bad because I mean, I get this idea and I don't even think of the consequences. I'm just like throw myself into it and be like, yes. That's okay. As long as you accept that there are consequences. Yeah. And I learned okay. from them. I learned from them. Um, my uh, my ex used to do clothing swaps, which mm-hmm. I think I thought were a really cool idea yeah. because I mean, for things that you don't wear anymore that either you don't fit it or you just are you don't want to, mm-hmm. you don't want them anymore, mm-hmm. you can s- swap it for something that right. would be good. And I right. think that's, I want to do like stuff like that with like everything I have because yeah. I have like tons yeah. of jackets I don't wear and like I have way too much clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the clothing I have, I just need to get either get rid of it. I don't know why I get so much clothing. Um, I used to be like a sponsored like rollerblader, so I used to get lots of free clothing just given to me mm-hmm. to wear like during competitions and stuff like that. Um, and then... Like my work, like with G, like my promotions jobs mm-hmm. and stuff like that, they give me free clothing and stuff too. But stuff that I don't use, and right. I have like ESFC shirts right. that we, um, that I I won in, tr- in tournaments and stuff like that. <laughs> that I have so many of them, but I never wear them. No, you know, right? Like, so right. I just need to get rid of all that clothing. You need to make um. We did a blanket. We Tim got a quilt made with all my like soccer shirts and some oh, of his yeah. dodgeball stuff and it's really sweet like it's it's nice too because those are shirts that i wouldn't want to get rid of but like what am i going to do with them like look at them every year like hey remember when <laughs> right. i was good at soccer like remember when i could fit into that shirt like that was right. so great and right. so tim got this uh quilt made um with all of our sports shirts and it's just really sweet and i you know like we yeah that's pretty cool yeah it's a good idea Okay, let's move on to our next. Uh, you have you heard about um, our adult activities that we that Daddy and I do? I heard about the meditation one. Yeah, or I heard that one. So every That's basically every every other week that we don't have an interview, Danny and I are going to be participating in an adult activity. That makes us. You say adult um, with quotation marks as if it's an adult. Yeah, and you know what's also funny is that the topic's actually called adult adventures. Oh, yes. So, as much as I get the title of our podcast wrong, Jack gets the title of this section wrong. Yes, every time. So, we're actually the worst. It's episode three. We'll work on it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Wait, this isn't even episode three. Who knows? This is episode four. Four. Two, three. No, it'll be. It'll be episode three. Four. Four. Oh. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So anyways, what do you think an adventure that Danny and I should go on? What, what's an adult adventure yeah, that you, you would know, suggest for us? You know me. So we, we need stuff to help us make <laughs> us better, well-rounded adults. I think it would be really funny if you guys went to uh, like a couples counseling <laughs> session. Oh but at, not goodness. as like a couple, but as like podcasting co-hosts. And maybe you guys have Counseling? grievances that you need to work out. That would be so funny. Do we have any grievances, though? I don't or know. Or maybe just to understand each other's viewpoint better. You have very different backgrounds and We worlds. should go to somebody who does, not like love languages, but <gasps> something or like yeah. personality tests. We should Communication. do... Communication. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that would be so fun. It would either make our podcast better or just end it. Because we'd be like, nope. <laughs> done. It'd like bring out stuff that... We just don't know about each other. We're like, whoa, that's a red flag. I'm out. I'm out. I couldn't imagine, especially if we were just talking about like communication, I couldn't imagine <laughs> yeah. being like shocked. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't what? So oh my goodness. We both like to talk. <laughs> How can we do this? Yeah, that would be interesting. No, we knew we knew that we were a perfect co-host as soon as we talked about it. We were like, yes. But relationships evolve over time. So maybe this is like a six month or like a 10-year anniversary kind of thing that you go to couples oh, counseling. Well, I think we if we did it first to see how just the start of, start of it would be, mm-hmm. and then if we went to the same thing or a different one, like yeah, however many years later, yeah, it would be interesting to see right. if we've evolved at all. Right. Or if we've just been stale. You know, it's, it's funny because when we were talking about this podcast, my wonderful husband, Tim, was fine <laughs> with all of these adventures that we were going to go on because when we were giving examples they pretty much are all dates it sounded like we were going <laughs> and as couples so like, and and lovely tim like was like yeah sure whatever do it everyone and i love that it's now evolved to us going to a couple's therapy <laughs> like we're gonna run the entire course of a relationship on this podcast including having to like talk about our problems <laughs> i'm pretty sure tim knows me as not a threat no <laughs> no he, he there would you couldn't be a threat because we, neither of us would ever stop talking we could never date we'd just be like our communication would be epic though it would just never end yeah yeah, yeah no would. one gets the last word maybe that's what you talk to a counselor about who gets the last word doesn't matter well, who gets the last word no no well uh i don't know so he's doing I, it. I've, ne- <laughs> I've ne- the thing is we've never gone into an argument really. Like we've gone into debates and stuff like that, but we're I think we're also two very laid back people that you know we just if you don't come to a conclusion, we're like okay, let's move on. Yeah. Okay. Forget about it and look past it. Yeah, we we're too we're very laid back. It's good. Yeah. But I would love to do that. I think that that is a fabulous. So like, what is, what would idea. be would it be like a relationship counseling or like. Yeah. Um, so, do they have like just like? I think that we, we need to find someone who does like personality, yeah, personality. tests right. and and like talks about how our personalities work together and maybe strategies for us right. to work even better. Strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Well, let's like do those personality tests. Yeah. Let's yeah. put that down on the list. That's not, that seems really interesting. Actually. I think that would be really funny. Because at yeah. the same time, I wonder what someone would say about our personalities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like whether they clash or like they, well, I mean, could weird. you imagine? It would be <laughs> you two should never be friends. <laughs> it would be wow. also so great for you guys to do like a live on location podcast, I would like love late, to. like a Saturday night wh- where all the like on White Ave bars. It'd be hilarious. It would be so great. Interview the people walking by. Yeah, that'd be pretty fun, actually. I would love that. Okay, yeah. 
I we we do need to do one of these podcasts live. I yeah, think. Yeah, like Facebook Live kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We were going to do that. We um, will. We will one day, but uh, we're only on episode four. Everyone. God, everyone, calm down. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> We, like, I know, we, we'll we, go on tour as soon as we can, okay? <laughs> we expect big things, but like, wow, let's just... The Windspear like, can't have us for a couple of, of years, so <laughs> our schedules are just too busy. Yeah. But let us know, Windspear. Let us know. <laughs> I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I'm not saying the tickets wouldn't be super expensive and exclusive, but when Just for Laughs comes back to Edmonton, we'll be ready. We'll oh, be ready. I want to do a stand-up thing. Yeah, a comedian stand. You guys could do like stand up classes. They do legit. Oh, like, no. I was going to sign up for. That was one of the improv. things. I was, yeah, we yes, should do that. Yeah, we will one day. Yeah, ideas, ideas, lots of ideas. Who's yeah. taking notes? We have a we have a Google Drive. Yeah. Okay. And, and we just Lindsay, I'm, I'm assuming, is listening. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's well. We'll eventually get to all the stuff because there's so many things we want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually, like, I don't know if we should just like. We we air weekly, or we 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 send off our next episode every week. But I think eventually we can do like two a week because there's so much that we want to do, yeah, and so many people that want to be on our show. Oh. <laughs> How did I get in so early? Gosh, well, <laughs> the waiting list. It's, it's funny because it's like family, friends, friends, family, and stuff like that first, yeah. and then it's like eventually we we'll want to like Edmonton celebrities, celebrity A listers, and stuff Josh like that. Josh Clawson, what's his name, and uh, <laughs> who's that girl, Bridget from Bridget Nielsen? Yeah. Is no, her name? is that her name? That from A Channel, old A Channel, TV. Wow, I don't even watch the news. What other Edmonton? Maybe Don the Iverson. Mayor. Yeah, look yeah. at the mayor. Or like a ward counselor. Yeah, yeah. Just as oh, good. Yeah. Andrew Knack, maybe. Andrew Knack. All of these people, you're invited on our podcast. <laughs> what other Edmonton celebrities are there? Michael J. Fox. You need to look up Instagram. Uh, Wasn't Edmonton. he born in Edmonton? Edmonton? No, isn't. I'm gonna put money on. Wait, yes. we this was on your um on the birthday on your birthday thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the guy from Cheech and Chong, I believe. Tom. Cisco, oh, yeah. Cisco lives, Cisco in lives here. Yeah, I've heard this story. I think that's a rumor. No, no, he's, people a, have. He's he's at the like nightclubs and stuff. It's on his Wikipedia page. Okay, he loves Edmonton. I think you need to get an Instagram like famous person, someone who has a lot of followers from Edmonton. From Edmonton. From Edmonton. Yeah. yeah. We, well, we're we're working on that, but we have to. We were trying to air a bunch of episodes, mm-hmm. and then we're going to send them out. Like I think we people. should like triple doggy dare any Edmonton celebrity <laughs> to be on our podcast, and then that way, if they don't do it, they're little bitches. Wow. <laughs> uh, I, I got quiet because I don't sure. know if I'm allowed to swear on this podcast. Uh, we are allowed to swear, <laughs> oh, but okay. I think we actually have to put explicit. Oh, on our, uh, can that be the next debate? Is it an adulting thing <laughs> if you can, can swear? swear? You can add cursing into your I know. I know that all these, I know so many people that listen with their families, and I just, I'm sorry if I let you down, but I just want all the celebrities in the world to come be on our podcast. Wait, growing up, did Danny have like, a, a wild mouth like did she swear a lot no i hear swears from her every so often and when she swears like she really swears. it's in it's like in, she goes she in our adult life because we mean business when we start cursing in our well businesses. nicole you haven't partied with me enough you don't you don't know the kind of swears that i do um they're really like they're like the most immature stupid swears they're like not harsh well, i'm driven with you <laughs> When yeah, we you, drive, okay, when, when we I drive, drive, that's real yeah, serious. Yeah, when you swearing. drive, that's when it gets crazy. That's real serious. Everything when you're in the privacy of your own car. Yeah. But when, I'm, when, you when, can yell at when I've had a few drinks, it's like, you silly fart face. <laughs> uh, 
kind of like that. I'm really looking forward to that live podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just call people a bunch of bitches for not for yeah. If you don't do it, yeah. You know, if you don't I follow guess. through with a triple dog dare, I mean, that's what you deserve. Oh, so I hope Josh Clausen and <laughs> I've met Josh Clausen in person. You can get him on this podcast. <laughs> well, I just called him short, so he might not come on now. <laughs> well, we triple dog dared him, so it's okay. Just edit it out. <laughs> no, we don't. This is unedited. A beep. We don't. We beep. won't edit anything out. You're just little beep. People will be like, "What happened? <laughs> what <laughs> they, they call? They this? went off the rails." <laughs> um, Nicole, do you have anything else that you wanted to share with anyone before we start to wrap up? Um, no, I think I think we talked about a lot. As I yeah. said, I could talk for hours about this kind of stuff, but ultimately, my best adult advice is just live your happiest life don't don't rely on anyone else to make you happy do it yourself i'll see you guys in mexico yeah <laughs> i am going to mexico you know what it's, oh what i booked a trip today Damn. i know she's gonna do she's she's gonna live so my dream you know what's amazing what is that i said to her i said hey i have i'm i have time off from the 6th to the 19th <laughs> or something like that and or no the 14th or whatever yeah, and i was like i'm and going then, the week after yeah nicole's like oh i booked these days that you're not off i'm like oh okay well i would have gone with but you, you know what my happiness fine. comes from myself and not from you so that's i can't rude. make you happy <sighs> we're fighting again this is <laughs> 10 this more is interesting years to watch this is interesting to watch <laughs> and i don't know if you guys were able to tell the difference between these two while they're talking but you know i can't that, that's, you're just gonna have to deal with that because I can't do anything about that. I can actually see them talk. But I'm not sure if, as listeners, you can't tell them apart because they're sisters that are only nine months apart. But no, a year, a year and nine months. A year and nine months. Okay, I heard that wrong. Sorry. Nine months apart, our mom. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. Thank you so much, Nicole, for joining us. Uh, do you have any plugs or shout outs that you want to give to anybody? Only to my, uh, what were they? My life team. Your my, life team? Your... My dream team, my yeah. lawyer, my therapist, the Shaw guy. What about like the, your family team? My family, <laughs> the nephews and the niece and sisters. Yeah. Mom and dad. But yeah, guys, remember, if you want to interact with us, follow us at This Is Adulting on Facebook, Twitter, and Insta. And while you're there, why not just give us like some ratings? Why don't you talk about how awesome this is? I don't know, maybe harass some of the Edmonton celebrities <laughs> and get them to come on our podcast. That would be great. That's it for today, guys. We'll chat next week. Yeah.